all profit is value extraction. And that means that all profit is theft from you. Corporate America is on welfare, and they've got to get them off welfare. Hello, welcome to Cars and Comrades, the car podcast with a leftist perspective. My name's Bryant, and today we have an episode that's mostly some news stories, some current events uh, from the car world. It should all be, you know, relatively timely. We uh, we also have a uh, discussion section that we uh, recorded at a different time, but we edited everything together to be a little bit more chronological with how we were releasing the episodes. We also used a little bit different sound recording software for this one just as an experiment, and it didn't go so great. So I did my best to edit everything together to make it sound smooth so that we're not talking over each other and there's no big uh, dead air gaps or anything. But uh, there might be a little bit of that left in there. Just a little peek behind the curtain, how the sausage is made, you know. We're still kind of figuring this out as we go, but hopefully in the future things will go a little bit more smoothly and we'll have less need for editing and messing around with things. This one's a little bit longer. It's about 90 minutes, uh, but we decided not to chop it up into two parts. We're just going to keep it all in one thing. So also of note, the music that we have in this episode is all from the album Polygon Wanna Land by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Uh, we used it because, well, we like the music and also it's... Uh, like a free open source, copyright free, use it however you want album. So go download it. Uh, link it is in the description also. Yeah, check it out if you like sort of psychedelic prog rock sort of stuff. If you're a musician and you have some music that you want to share with us, um, send it in to us and we might put it in the show. Our email is carsandcomrades at gmail.com. All spelled out, no ampersand or anything. Hit us up on social media. All the links are in the description. Anyway, I'll quit blathering on and we'll go to the discussion where all of us are blathering on. So, yeah, hope you enjoy it. It's Cars and Comrades, your podcast for leftist politics and car stuff in general. Um, we have some news stories that we're going to talk about today. Connor has that prepared for us, and Brandon, I believe, also. Uh, but first, we're just going to chat a little bit word. about what. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. I'm, well, I you, fucked you've that got up. You, you're more prepared than <laughs> you're more prepared than I am as far as like you know getting stuff put together. So, um, but, uh, I guess first we're going to talk about just like what projects we've been working on. So Zach, what have you been working on? I haven't been able to do a thing on my car for the past week because JH Motorsports, look them up. They sent me a bolt that was not threaded. It was... It had threads on it, but the threads did not connect to one another somehow, which seems like more work than threading a bolt properly to me. 
So I'm not sure how that happened. Um, and I've been waiting about a week and a half for that bolt to come in when they told me that they would guarantee two day shipping. So that's the end. That's all I've done. I've sat around looking at my USPS tracking page, updating it daily. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, Brandon, what about you? You get any progress on anything? Damn, you are still waiting on that. Still. You're still, still waiting on that bolt that you ordered when we spoke just 30 or 40 <laughs> minutes ago? Yes, still. Still <laughs> waiting on it. Wild. For, for 30 or 40 minutes. Plus <laughs> some more time. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, Brandon, you want to go? Oh, yeah. Um, well, I, you know, I haven't really done a whole lot because uh, most of my work for the last couple of weeks has been getting the heat to turn on in my house. Uh I realized that the alternator in my cutlass is putting out 19 volts, which uh, is a lot more than it's supposed to. So yeah, I parked that and just decided to drive my van. And then the starter went in my van. So <laughs> the day that I got my heat fixed. So uh, I spent this morning laying in the snow uh, with it being like in the high 20s, swapping out the starter. And I... I will say that maybe you shouldn't have headers on your daily driver, <laughs> but it it went all right. So you know, I'm I'm back on the road. It was able to take me to go get beer and pizza. So I'm gonna count that as a win. Yeah, that, that's me. What else do you need in life but beer and pizza? As long as you got that, you're good. Yeah, but like if your van only starts every now and then, that's a problem. <laughs> maybe you need like a Model T uh, hand crank on the front bumper, <laughs> or uh, no, I think I'm just going to convert my small block Chevy to kickstart. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's the other way. <laughs> or have a small, like, um, Briggs & Stratton motor that you start up first and then engage, like, a clutch to start in the main motor. I'm just I'm, I'm just going to swap over to, like, daily driving a go-kart with a Briggs & Stratton on it. <laughs> you know what you could do, though? You could tie a little, uh, like, a hammer on a string and connect one end of it to the uh, to the starter. So whenever you're having a problem on a cold day, you just yank on the string a couple times while you try and start it. Yeah, but that only works a couple of times, and my hammer is already connected to my sickle. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> um, I suppose I'll uh, I'll go next. Uh, this week um, I haven't worked on too much besides collecting. Uh, the endless uh, amount of parts I need uh, coming up for this engine rebuild, transwap, and all that good stuff. Um, but I've al- I've also been looking into insurance options. So, you know, what I can do to insure my car that I'm putting a lot of money into that on paper is worth like four thousand um, dollars. So. Finding out the hard way that that is not easy to find. So the uh, search continues. I'm calling specialty insurance places and they're like, wait, you daily drive this? Mm, we don't really want to help you. So that's uh, mm. that's a pain in the butt. I'm just nervous. Like, I'm going to take it out on the street. Someone's going to rear end me and I'm going to get a check for, you know, blue book value. And I'm going to uh, that, that that'll suck. So working on that. And then this week I have the uh, pleasure of uh, <clears throat> taking my tune off the car putting on the stock tune uh then driving around for a few hundred miles while i set all the monitors so i can take the emissions test just just to, which is now an annual fucking thing so they moved it so i have to pass the emissions 
on both my cars, which that's the whole other story. But for right now, the Nissan has to pass. And I got to take off the tune, put on the you know stock one, which makes it run like crap, but it'll pass. Um, so I got to do that and then put back the tune when I'm done. So that's what all I've got going on right now. But it's a pain in the butt. I respect the hustle. On that. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, right? <laughs> no, I just don't get anything inspected. Nothing I drive is technically legal. Nice. <laughs> do you do you have inspections there? Yeah, uh, uh, safety and emissions, and I don't get any of them. And riding can... dirty, I like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Y'all want the secret to how I don't get in trouble? Yes, please. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you remove the stickers completely, uh, cops use like scanners to to do it so they don't actually really pay attention themselves anymore when i had a vehicle with expired stickers i got pulled over every few weeks but when i drive something with no stickers i've literally never been pulled over that's just pennsylvania but if you're in pennsylvania i highly recommend you tell the state to go fuck itself and run with no stickers or inspection disclaimer or, this or is you not can get actual see. advice that you should necessarily follow <laughs> please follow this advice at your own risk no, no. <laughs> for legal purposes, never do anything that I encourage you to do. Yeah, or or uh, don't don't go the sovereign citizen route and make your own license plate out of cardboard. <laughs> for legal purposes, I do not do the things I say I do. That's right. Perfect. Parody this podcast draft. is purely for entertainment purposes, etc., uh, etc. Cetera, et cetera. <laughs> this is not actual legal advice. We are not professionals. Don't do what we say. <laughs> it's all terrible. But as a lawyer, so I would say you shouldn't get your vehicle inspected. <laughs> yeah, just, just yeah listen, but don't take the advice. It's all terrible. <laughs> Mail your driver's license to your congressman. There's nothing about the driver's license in the Constitution. <laughs> That's true. This, this flag has gold fringe. This is an admiralty court. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Brian, what you been up to this week? Well, uh, I've been driving my Sabru almost exclusively because, well, one, it's winter and it snows, but also my MR2 has electrical problems. The turn signals are not working. There is a, uh, I don't know, junction box, I think is what it's called, in the front passenger footwell or front driver's side footwell that I need to take out and re-solder and fix and put back and sounds like a pain in the ass, so I haven't done it. Um, and now my Sabru has a uh, piston slap, I think is what that noise is when it's cold. Uh, that's probably not good. Um, and then probably also the not. engine computer is telling me that it has a vacuum leak. Um, for all you uh, Subi heads out there, it's uh, AP Learning or AF Learning 1, I think is the stat on there. It's supposed to be under 8%, and it's at about 12% right now. Um, but it's only at idle. I can't figure out, I don't know where the leak is. It probably has something to do with the aftermarket uh, eBay catch can that I put on there. Um, but I, I also built a little smoke machine out of a, a jar of baby oil and a soldering iron and some hose and fittings and stuff. And so I tried pumping smoke into the intake and I couldn't see it coming out anywhere. So... I'm not sure what's going on. It might be a crack in the um, the intake tube, that the inlet that goes to the turbo, which is a, 
a pain in the ass to change. Uh, like I, they make silicone replacement things, but they're like $200 and then you got to like take the intake manifold off to get to it. And which I probably need to do anyways, because the fuel lines that run underneath the intake manifold are also leaking. So like when I started up and it's cold, it leaks gasoline out of there and I can smell gasoline and I'm getting like 15 miles per gallon, which is probably <laughs> related. So yeah. Oh man. So if I do that to my van, I'll get up to 15 miles to a gallon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you have an EJ motor in it, uh, <laughs> I, so that's we all just I've need to slowly. Too. We just need to slowly convince Brandon to, uh, swap EJs into all of his old vans. <laughs> Let's just convince him that they're actually more reliable. Hey, Brandon, don't listen to this part. We're just going to convince him that they're all way more reliable than uh, small block Chevys. I don't think I can well, straight face. The only thing I ever talking about replacing my small block Chevys with is big block Chevys. <laughs> I mean, with the room that you have in there, you could probably fit like four EJ motors in there. I don't know how you'd link them up, but... Dude, four EJs is four times more reliable. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's... It's a flat 16 engine. That math sounds right to me. <laughs> With that math four turbos. Out. Yeah. Um, no, I don't run only small block Chevys. I also have a small block Oldsmobile. Oh, perfect. Wasn't Oldsmobile owned by GM at the same time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything I own is GM. <laughs> I've been slacking off editing the the episodes, so I'm not sure when this episode will come out. Um, but hopefully, it'll be somewhat timely to the uh, the news stories that we're going to talk about. Don't worry; these stories are timeless. Okay, so Connor, you've got some news stories for us here. How's that for a segue? That's good enough for me. That's probably better than my segue would have been. All right, well, enough of segues. Now we're going to talk about four-wheeled vehicles. Uh, so we're gonna th- I'm going to say this week in the news, but this probably won't be a weekly segment we do, and this news mostly did not come from this week. But this week in automotive news, um, it turns out for the model year 2021, um, Camaro SSs and ZL1 models will not be allowed for sale in California and Washington State. Now, the reason for this is because of the um, composition of the brake pads, which, you know, Chevy didn't see coming, even though this law has been on the books for like, you know, since 2014. So law has been on the books for six years um, and Chevy got caught with their pants down and, uh, you know, just got denied that they can't sell one of their very popular muscle cars in two very heavily populated states. Um, so a little bit of background, uh, in 2014 pads containing toxic metals and asbestos were prohibited. Um, and as of January, 2021, brake pads composed of more than 5% copper will be prohibited. So now January, uh, no more new Camaro L, uh, LT, no, excuse me, ZL1s and SSs will not be available for the next two years. Um, so a uh, little, bit, little bit more background. Um, legislators clarified that copper is toxic to many marine species, 
uh, since the dust generated when breaking flows into rivers and oceans, which uh, I didn't know. Uh, it turns out, yeah, that shit's really bad for the environment, and I feel bad now because I didn't know that. Um, so it causes all sorts of damage. I mean, that- um, it is particularly... Go ahead. Yeah, civilization is bad for the environment. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, Every, it's like everything. That makes sense. Do. Sorry, I was gonna say that makes sense that uh, copper would be bad because I think like copper salts are used for like killing tree roots and stuff. For like, um, if it's coming in your drain, you know, you can pour that that Fucking shit down wonderful. the drain. And it'll, it'll kill the tree roots. Great. So wonderful. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and what, what, what's actually weird to me is this is specifically on the higher performance V8 models that they've got. Um, so these are the highest trim levels. I, you know, I've seen a lot of performance brakes, brake pads out there, and I don't think any of them had fucking copper in it. It was always like, uh, you know, some kind of carbon ceramic stuff that's really dusty and shitty. But I don't know if it's quite as bad for the environment. Maybe it is. Um, but there's other high-performance brake materials out there, and apparently every other manufacturer knew this law was coming and didn't have copper in their brakes. So fucking GM spent millions of dollars changing their logo, didn't know to change their fucking brake pads to sell their cars. <laughs> um, sorry. I, I, <laughs> um, I, think, uh, I think if you get um, semi-metallic brake pads, that's basically what that means copper is in there. Um, and I think when I had Which, a Miata, normally those had... are the shit brakes. Yeah, semi-metallic really? is like the shit. Like, yeah, that's like the the like lowest tier when you go to the parts store and you're like, hey, give me the like fucking twenty dollar brakes. Those are the semi-metallics. Huh. Okay. So what's the so, good ones? I mean, then? I don't know. If... Good ones are usually like I don't know some kind of weird carbon material, and usually they they might have some ceramic material in there too. Okay, I thought that was just for the um, the the rotors on like high end cars were carbon ceramic. Um, I could be mixing stuff up, so don't quote me. But uh, there's a lot of like, you know, carbon friction materials are kind of the highest performance stuff you can get, as far as I understand. Usually, okay, a lot of qualifiers on that. Sorry, <laughs> I'm hedging my bets here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess so, we're not yeah, experts on uh, brake pad chemistry. Yeah, so, uh, you know, but apparently copper, real bad for um, mostly um, rivers and oceans. Um, it is particularly damaging to salmon. So copper affects their, like, sense of smell, and that also contributes to, like, them not being able to avoid prey. And salmon are, you know, endangered. Um, so no good. Huh. Um, now in response to this, uh, you know, a GM spokesperson basically kind of said like they're hoping to have the issue fixed and have cars for sale again in two years. Now I would imagine it's not because they have to like completely (laughs) re-engineer brake pads. It's just, well, so they're, they're probably having to go through like an, like an approval process with the state. And I know there's someone listening going, Oh, see the government regulations. Blah, 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 blah. They're f- they need to be punished. The fucking idiots. They didn't they didn't update their their brakes. The law's been on the books for years and years and years. Um, too bad. Yeah, you can't sell your car here now. Guess what? Uh, that's going to be Mustang territory soon. So, yeah, idiots. If we're being honest about the Camaro, it's it's gotten its ass whooped by the Mustang like every year ever. 
you know, I don't know about every year ever, but recently for sure. Recently, it's the, those Mustangs are not fucking around these days. I mean, like for the last twenty years, I, I don't think there have been any years where the Camaro outsold the Mustang. Oh, outsold? Well, that's a different conversation. Well, well relevant to this conversation, like them not being able yeah. to sell. That's yeah. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Performance-wise, I, I won't comment. Like, you can do whatever you want to to a motor and what, you know. Yeah, pretty much. I don't even know what the um, performance Mustangs run. I mean, I think they're pretty comparable in price. In, in this case, their price could go up in California and Washington, if I were to take a guess, because their main competitor is now gone. So uh, Ford's probably going to rake in some money, and, you know, it's Chevy's fault. And I would argue... You know, hey, if the workers were running, were running the company instead of some rich CEO uh, executive types, uh, maybe they'd have seen this coming. Um, so, uh, just a little little last blurb here: the uh, the law passed in California ten years ago under Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, and it had the goal of reducing toxins associated with the material from entering the water supply. Like uh, like I said before, so uh, it was kind of a progressive. Um, implementation law so uh it first targeted brake pads with uh, trace amounts of heavy metals uh which i assume is like lead and stuff um and asbestos in 2014 and then in 2021 uh the law like expands uh to include brake pads containing more than five percent copper uh and then in 2025 it essentially bans copper from brake pads um and then washington basically has like pretty much identical um, kind of regulations. So law has been on the books for a while, and I would think most competent car makers have been moving away from copper brakes for this exact reason. But not Chevy. I wonder to what extent they were banking on maybe like some sort of regulation getting repealed because of you know whatever government. I mean that's that's quite a fucking bet to make. <laughs> that's real risky. There, I wouldn't bet on that. Um, and I feel like they should know better. Like, I, of course, they're they're trying to always lobby for their own interests, but you know, they were really taking a big risk there. If that, if they even knew this was coming, I'm think I. It sounds to me like they got caught with their pants down. Uh, yeah, so, sure. I don't understand how that possibly happens, but sure. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's shocking again. These capitalist enterprises are the most efficient, and but no, they're not. Here, look at fucking idiots. They're run by idiots. Like I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> they just have more money than us. That's literally it. Um, so that's that story. Um, moving across uh, across the Pacific a little bit, uh, and then across the Atlantic because that's going to be relevant too. So a little little more international news here. Um. Japan is moving towards banning internal combustion engine cars uh, entirely. Um, so this this um, sort of vague right now. Um, they were expecting to put out a more concrete um, thing near the end of January. So uh, probably this coming week. Or if you're listening to this when I think you're listening to this, probably two weeks ago. Um, <laughs> so um, <laughs> we'll see how timely this is. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Currently, um, Japan is targeting um, like achieving net zero carbon emissions by 2050. Of course, that's not soon enough, but no one's soon enough right now. This is what we're looking at. So, 
Um, right now, again, they're trying to aim for um, net zero by 2050. Uh, and a lot of Japanese car makers have been investing heavily into R&D for electric cars as well as hydrogen cars. Um, so, of course, that's not really news. Uh, every car company has been investing into electric vehicles. I mean, it's kind of obvious. Um, but they're being a little more forced to now because of the coming regulations that they're all seeing. Um, they probably uh, would have been reluctant to do this earlier if they were not forced. So um, thank you, some kind of regulations, because, you know, if you leave it up to capitalists, they'll fucking burn the goddamn planet for profit. Um, so the, uh, the companies are likely reluctant to make the total powertrain switch. Um, however, the Japanese government's upcoming um, internal combustion engine ban might just force them to do so. Uh, it is reported that an official update on the topic will be announced by Japan by the end of this month. So that's kind of what I was alluding to before. Um, they're going to say something, although who knows, maybe it'll be early February or whatever, but uh, they're going to be announcing something. Um, so in, in kind of related to that, um, a lot of European countries are going to be doing similar bans pretty soon, um, including uh, the United Kingdom and California, which have both pledged bans by 2030 and 2035, respectively. So, uh, at least for the U.S., California is expecting to have an internal combustion engine ban by 2035. So, uh, you know, 15 years, folks, 15 years, and then you got to pack it up. No more. It's electric vehicles from there. Or they're, Now they're just whatever. banking on the U.S. lasting another 15 years. That's what's <laughs> happening, exactly. That's literally what it is. <laughs> that's that's the progressive well, state. I mean, at least so they're the uh, the abolishing will... ice, right? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> if only. <laughs> um, okay. Now, in other news, uh, we're we're going to talk about GM changing their logo. Um, no, no. I, I hold on a, a second. Stupid story. Is is this also a ban on external combustion engines, like? Are steam-powered cars allowed? Technically, I I didn't see any bans on external combustion engines. So do with okay. that info what you will. Yeah. All right. In fact, in fact, perhaps we could start a worker cooperative making steam-powered cars for the future. Huh? Huh? That's right. I like that. Stanley's coming back. Let's... <laughs> I can't fathom something more reactionary than, like, moving automotive technology back a hundred years. It was better then. Well, at, at least the, we'll uh, more the emissions can be better. I mean, you can run it on They gasoline. just don't make cars like they used to. Henry Ford ruined everything. <laughs> Um, all right, all right. Sorry to well, interrupt there. to the next. No worries. This is not serious news, so uh, we get to do what we want. Um, for example, <laughs> covering the uh, the the large General Motors changing their logo because that's news. So, um, according to a lot of uh, typical press, GM changing their logo somehow means that it's because they're focusing on more electric cars. Now, at first hearing of that, you would think that maybe the new logo would include like a lightning bolt or something, um, or something relating to electricity. But uh, in fact, no, no, it's just people have needed something to write about, so they said, "Oh, well, see, they changed their logo for the EV era." Um, 
I, whatever, I guess. They changed their logo. They're probably going to have more electric cars at some point, so people are connecting those things. Got to love it. That's journalism, baby. Um, so <laughs> for, the, uh, for yeah. the first time in decades, general... Go ahead. I was just going to say it looks like ass, if, in my opinion. Yeah, it's not even a big change. Like, I, I, I'm, I do have a, a part where I do describe it. but um, So basically, the old GM logo is both letters are capitalized, and they're in a, you know, uh, a blue box with white lettering, a solid blue box with white lettering. And the new logo, I think it's got, like, rounded edges, but it's the G and the M are both lowercase, and the underlying part only goes under the M for some reason. Uh, and it's in a blue box with a white background. So, I don't know. Wait. It looks like a... Wait, so they, they made the letters lowercase now? Yeah. Yeah, big deal, right? Does, big fucking deal. Does that mean, does that mean they're anti That means electric cars. No, that <laughs> means that it means that they're going to electric cars. <laughs> See? Oh, okay. yeah. It's, it's got yeah, nothing to do with being against capitals or capitalism. I see, All right. Yeah, I see where you're going with that. That would have been cool if the workers... <laughs> oh, Zach, that took company. me a second. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Well, so, yeah. If the, uh, if the workers had seized GM, I figure they would do the same thing and they would have that symbolism, but uh, no, in this case, lowercase means electric cars now. So, well, now because their new logo looks like like, uh, like like design from the movie Demolition Man. It's it's so that like, like a very obscure reference. I, I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it to me like it looks like an app. It looks like an app logo. Yeah, is what it looks like to me. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like the logo for a uh, like a tech startup that makes uh, Wi-Fi enabled pepper grinders or something. <laughs> well, actually, I think this is because of GM's new uh, Bluetooth pepper grinder division that they've started. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's why my pepper grinder was always missing. Honestly, is, is Bluetooth capability. <laughs> I mean, they used to make, like, ovens and stuff, right? Oh, did they? I don't even know. Yeah, um, I forget what the brand was called, but it was, I don't know. Whatever. I'll, I'll look it up. Continue. Well, there's definitely Bluetooth-enabled refrigerators. Yeah, someone ran Skyrim yeah. on a on a fridge. <laughs> I saw that. It was <laughs> impressive. I mean, look, that's innovation if I've ever fucking seen it. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, Frigidaire. Frigidaire is the innovation brand. is putting a TV in your refrigerator. <laughs> Get out. So okay, didn't I didn't know that. Of course, car companies must have expertise in refrigerators. That's of yeah. Course. Well, um, they're so related. <laughs> what's it? Uh, AMC made a Nash Calvinator for a long time. What are those words? I don't. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. Okay, so so Nash was a American car company. Um, I think their most famous one was right. the Nash Metropolitan, which is actually a British car that they imported. Uh, and then they merged with um, Kaiser and someone else to make American Motors. And their their brand of appliances was uh, Nash Calvinator. Uh, don't ask me what that means. I don't know what a Calvinator is. Um, it Calvinates. But. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like the but, Calvin um, and Ho it's like the Calvin and Hobbes comic. It just pees on stuff. 
that it doesn't like. <laughs> Calvin. It's it what Calvinating but is. But there's this uh, this guy in like north of Colorado Springs um, that has uh, what he calls the Rambler Ranch, which is his car collection. And he's got like, I think, 200 cars or somewhere around there uh, in various states of restoration. And they're all like Nash, Rambler, AMC, um, a couple other brands that are all related. And then he's got a building that's all just Nash Calvinator appliances that he collects um, from mostly the 60s. Um, so if I think he does tours by appointment. So if you're ever in Colorado Springs and you have a group of a certain number, you can check out the Rambler Ranch and go see old cars and appliances if you really want to. So that's that's my plug for the week. Interesting. I've been to Colorado Springs before. I'll pass. <laughs> Ooh, ouch! Not 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 speaking ill of of the the geography of this the area, but of the people. The people there are. I was terrible. just about to say, just the people. I can't disagree with that. Aww. Oh, that's where I'm from. <laughs> ouch. Do you have fond memories of the people there? Uh, no, never mind. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Wait, isn't that where the um, like, crazy evangelical uh, place is like, oh, yeah. located? Yeah, it's, ve- it's a called? very reactionary place. Oh, the, they make the, uh, the books. New Life Church? Yes, New Life Church, yep. Or there's oh, uh, Focus on the Family... There's navigators. There's like ten different uh, Christian Jesus. organizations in that town. Really proving my, my point here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I kind of derailed the conversation. What were we talking about? We were talking about GM uh, changing their logo again. A fucking oh, yeah, stupid yeah. story. So not really that serious. But uh, uh, the article I was reading did take it very seriously. So. Uh, uh, they 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 went on to uh, to state uh, for the first time in decades, General Motors is redesigning its corporate logo. Gone is the blue background and underlined uppercase GM initials. In its place comes a blue box surrounding the GM initials. Uh, only this time around, the letters are lowercase and the underline is comparatively Whoa. shorter and lives only under the M. So they again described it as like some radical it's the fucking same ass letters. It's just they changed it a little bit. So what? Um and I'm sure that GM spent, you know, I can't imagine, but millions and millions of dollars focus grouping like they probably had a 100 goddamn logo designs. Um and then this is the one they chose. So, uh, in my opinion, just a, a colossal waste of fucking money. For no goddamn reason. They could have just kept the logo, made electric cars, and paid their employees much, much more money. But, you know, what do I fucking know? I, apparently they needed this big, uh, big change in the logo. Yeah, I always wonder, like, how much... I always wonder how much, like, these companies spend on design firms to come up with this kind of stuff. Like... I don't know. It's got to be millions of dollars. Outrageous. Like Outrageous yeah. sums of money for stupid shit. Like, oh, here's a big idea. Why don't we make the letters lowercase and like make them lighter blue? Like, that's what a design firm does. Guess what? The workers could have decided that democratically for like I don't know, 
$1,000. They'd have been like, oh, that works or that doesn't. Like, But no, they spent millions of dollars for this. Um, now, unfortunately, I do have to report that it did have at least some short-term success. Um, so their, uh, their stock price did coincide. Uh, coincidentally, it did spike um, after this news was announced. So I don't know. They were in the news, whatever. A bunch of people bought their fucking stock. Um, they didn't produce any more cars. They didn't sell any more cars. They didn't do shit. <laughs> um, but their company's worth a whole lot more money now because capitalism makes sense. Um, so the um, I actually did. I literally looked at what their stock was. So right at about the uh, beginning of the year, uh, it was somewhere. It was hanging around $40 a share. And um, it's right now um, currently settled um, a little bit above uh, $55 a share. So that that's about a 27% increase, which is you know, pr- pretty, pretty substantial. Um, of course, from ch- changing the logo to like one that apparently lowercase letters means electric vehicles, according to other people. So, you know, that's, that's what's coming. You know, they, they generated some press. They got the results they wanted. It fucking worked. So stupid marketing stunt, you know, it, it worked, but again, it's fucking dumb. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah. real quick before we move on, I really got to pee. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with a break. All right, I'm back. That was me. That? Okay, welcome back. What did I miss other than Zach's uh, belching? Oh, man, this isn't really news, so it doesn't warrant going into the episode. But I saw a video earlier of a, of a dude just cruising down the fucking road on his bike doing a wheelie with, like, some of his buddies around. And then the cop just rolls up, hanging out the passenger side window of a squad car, with his fucking firearm drawn and pointing Jesus at the guy Christ. doing wheelie. Yeah. Talk about an overreaction. So, like, the police have, are completely sane and behaving totally rationally now. I was really hoping that story was going to end with the cop was hanging out the window, like, cheering him on, being like, fuck yeah! And I was like, alright, that's pretty cool. Like, that guy gets one less bastard point for that, but no. He's just an absolute psychopath. Hey, I'm back. You don't have to say shit like that about me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. God damn. Fuck, man. If if you're a cop, your attitude should be that if your gun is drawn, you should be ready to kill somebody. As it should be no matter what with anyone with a gun, because that's the purpose. Yeah, like not for cops. Don't point a fucking gun at somebody if you're not going to have to shoot them. That is them. day one gun safety training. Not day one, because you exactly, should be day so one. ready to shoot people, but because you shouldn't be just pointing guns yeah. at people. You never point um, a gun at anything that you're not willing to destroy. And he was just ready to destroy that dude for doing a what wheelie. A fucking piece of shit. Was he like on a motorcycle or what? Yeah, he, he was... Uh, I, I don't, I'll just start over. I don't know who caught what. Um, yeah, it was a video like... It, it was a bunch of dudes on street bikes, like, going down the road. One dude's doing a wheelie, like, for however far, like, blocks or something. And then 
like they're filming it and then you see a squad car pull up and you can't see the car at first because there's a motorcycle in the way but when the bikes move you realize that uh, there is a cop in the passenger seat with his uh, pistol drawn and aimed at the dude doing the wheelie. Yo, that's enough to nice. kill somebody. Just if if you turn over and you see a gun, like you could you could drop that wheelie and die. Like that's God, fuck that yeah. cop. Fuck them all, but fuck that, fuck that one specifically right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like as as a slight aside, my genuine concern in regards to like fascism and the like increased militarization in the U.S. I think that a thing people don't discuss often enough is the fact that the police are basically not accountable to anyone anymore and are functioning as, like, small, individualized, like, militias at this point. Yeah, I mean, they have the strongest union in the nation. They don't ever get in trouble for anything. Like, I mean, they're completely protected. And, like, generally, like, the mayor and ruling bodies in any given city, like, do not have real authority they want the support of the police and are consequently unwilling to criticize them press charges or do anything necessary yeah they won't go against them in any way i think the nypd has a bigger budget than some some like armies of of actual nations oh they do yeah i think i think we talked about this most countries Last time we were talking, they have like the six largest. NYPD operates in something like a dozen different countries and has like the six largest military budget in the world. Yeah. Yeah. If the NYPD was like a nation's military, it would have the six largest military budget. Boy, revolution sounds okay. So I thought that I remembered this. (laughs) Sorry, it's just it's very uh, overwhelming at times. You're just like, God damn it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. No fucking <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, uh, as Che Guevara, who said, you know, I envy you people in the U.S. You get to fight at the core of the beast. And it's like, you know what? I don't like that, actually. That, <laughs> that kind of sucks. <laughs> believe me. Believe me, fucking Che. Like, this, this sucks. <laughs> Honestly, I think that the U.S. that Che was talking about is not the U.S. that we live in. In, in the 60s and 70s, there was... That's true more power in organizing and now it's like if we fuck up supply lines we just don't get food like everything is imported and and moved around the country so much i'm i'm fearful that our only option is reformist politics just because it's so easy to shut off supply lines i think there's a timing element i think reformist stuff has to come first to build the power for real substantive change um which that's a whole discussion you know but yeah, I yeah that that's not something we're gonna hammer. Yeah, <laughs> no, not in our inner at least not in our intermission. That should be on the air at some point, <laughs> maybe. <clears throat> All right. Well, do we want to get back into it? Uh, I forgot. Well, yep. Yep. You know, next I've got uh, some news on a Tesla recall. So, uh, you know, buckle your seatbelts, which is apparently a problem for some tesla vehicles it sounds like so (laughs) (laughs) um so um pretty recently uh the nhtsa uh which is the national highway traffic safety administration um has requested tesla um recall 160,000 uh model s and model x cars uh for faulty screens now, um, to prepare for this news story, I just want everyone to know, 
I did not look at which Model S and Model X is. I don't, you know, I don't remember. I don't know their models very well. I know there's a fast one, and then there's an SUV one, and that's it. So I didn't prepare that well, um, but uh, too bad. Too bad. You're going to get what I give you. So, um, <laughs> The S is the full-size sedan. Um, yeah. So between the two models, um, it's going to be 160,000 units. Um, Isn't that the, like uh, 80% of all the cars they've ever shipped? <laughs> yeah, because uh, maybe maybe our listeners don't know this. Tesla doesn't like ship any of the vehicles. They're like, oh, we're going to produce, you know, uh, eight you know, million cars, and then they'll produce like three million, and then Elon Musk will go and be like, "Oh, I just need more money from investors because we're innovative," and then people <laughs> invest. <laughs> That's it. And of those three million cars that they made, seventy-five are good enough to actually sell. Yeah, that. So literally, that Tesla is just propped up entirely on Elon Musk's like personal fucking marketing that he's a super genius. And the truth is, it's like they don't. They don't meet their goals that they've set out year after year after year after year. And everyone's like, oh, they're so great. And it's like, they can't produce cars very fucking well. Like that's, and that's kind of their, their, their shtick is producing cars. Um, but of course no one listens to people like us who point that out. They're just like, Oh, you just don't understand business. And it's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just anyway, just as a, just as an aside, after talking to a couple of uh, auto body repair people who have worked on Teslas, um, they say they have some of the worst QC and auto body in the industry. Like shit tier, lowest budget cars, like under twenty grand, have better panel gap, better paint, better finishing than Teslas. So you know, keep yeah. that in mind. It might have something to do with the fact that um, there's no, you know, yellow in Tesla factories because Elon Musk doesn't like the color yellow. <laughs> what a fucking, fucking idiot. What the fuck is that even about? Why? That makes I, no fucking sense. <laughs> he also doesn't yeah, want a, their fork trucks to have flashing lights on them because he doesn't like it. Yeah, oh that's everybody's God. super yeah. genius. I know that I've seen leftists who go, oh, he's really smart, though. This is your super genius, folks. This is who this is the guy. <laughs> This this is the guy. Capitalism's no, you've seen richest... people cosplaying as leftists supporting him. Uh, yeah, correct. I was gonna say yeah, that's, that's yeah. <laughs> if this applies, so if this if we have listeners and this applies to you, it's okay. Okay, there's a lot of propaganda that makes people think that Elon Musk is great, but he's not. And through our show, you're definitely gonna find out. So, fuck him, um, and fuck his cars. Um, anyway, sorry, off a little off topic. <laughs> No, definitely. I mean, this fits with uh, some of the things I've heard. I think it was that uh, Rich Rebuilds guy on YouTube that uh, does, like, independent Tesla repair. Um, you know, and he's always talking about their quality control. And also he was saying that, like, their electronics and screens and shit, they're not tested to automotive standards like what you would get in a Ford or a Chevy or whatever. Um, they just take commercial... Well, you know what we're about to get into. Yeah. Well, they just... Oh, okay. Was it written? I, did I not read the whole article? Um, you might not have, um, but okay. also, <laughs> it's hard when you, it's hard when you're talking to people. But yes, so the um, the fault is basically it's in their their screens, which the screen controls everything. Um, that's 
again, this whole tech tech bro thing of like, oh, you can't have buttons anywhere. Uh, buttons, you can fix a fucking button. If the screen goes, like Tesla's screens go, um, you lose everything. So um, the, fault, uh, the fault is one that could and eventually will cause several federally mandated systems to stop working. So there's a whole bunch of actual laws for systems that have to work. They are controlled by this screen, and this screen has a tendency to um, give out after about roughly five to six years of use because um, there's, like, a certain number of, like, um, data, you know, processing, you know, erasures that have to happen. So it's, like, 3,000 erasures, whatever the hell that means. I don't really know. Um, but pretty much after that number, um, it, it's done for. So... Uh, that comes out to roughly about five to six years of use. Um, now, according to the NHTSA's Office on Defects Investigation, uh, the problem lies with the media control unit that runs the central display screen. So if it fails, the screen goes dark, which means that neither the backup camera nor the climate controls will be displayed. And since Tesla displays its climate controls on the center screen, that means there's no way to turn on um, the defroster or the defogger. Um, and both of those are required in order to run. Yeah. Again, fucking idiots. Um, so a rear view camera and defroster are both required by federal law. Um, and I did make a note that today I learned that backup cameras are required by law. Um, did not know that. I just thought that was a thing that more and more cars were getting. I don't like backup cameras. They, they kind of freak Dude, my me out. My van doesn't even have power brakes. <laughs> yeah yeah i think the backup camera i think it started in t uh, like 2012 is when they started requiring that um and it probably has something to do with like all the uh the newer cars having terrible visibility in the rear <laughs> those they should drive a 350z <laughs> <laughs> um so, personally, I'm not, like, it's kind of nice when I can look at the camera, and if I'm looking out the back window, it looks like I'm on top of this car, uh, but the camera does show that I'm, like, two feet away. That's kind of nice, um, but generally speaking, I prefer looking out the back window and just knowing, judging the car, like, kind of knowing it, um, and it, it, it does freak me out when I'm not looking behind me. So, it's kind of weird. I'm not a big fan, but I also didn't know that that was required, so, huh, who, who knew? Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, so uh, that was a we'll, little we'll, we'll piece of knowledge from this news story. So it wasn't all for nothing. Um, it wasn't just to make fun of Tesla. Um, that so, would have been enough reason. I, I think so. <laughs> and that, that will be enough reason in the future, believe me. Um, now, the, uh, the agency does say that Tesla has confirmed that all MCUs, uh, <clears throat> all MCUs will inevitably fail due to the design and the NHTSA says that it has already identified some 12,588 incidents related to MCU replacements. So, um, it's wild yeah. that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going <laughs> to fail because of Tesla. <laughs> That's a weird connection. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, Tesla knows. Um, the, uh, oh God, I got to read this again. NHTSA. Um, has basically asked them to recall all these cars, um, but, uh, you know, they're going to have to because basically they, they, they don't have a choice. If they get forced to do this, which, you know, 
cross your fingers could fucking happen. Elon Musk is a stubborn ass, and he will make an idiot of himself. Um, he'll be like, <laughs> I'm fighting uh, the government tyranny. Of blah, 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 blah. So he might be stupid enough to do that. Um, I'm really hoping he is. Uh, but, yeah, they're going to force a recall. I can't wait until we live in a world where Elon Musk stands up against the government and then accuses a politician of being a pedophile, and then Q <laughs> just rallies behind Elon Musk. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, that sounds that, like a that real is world, the future. That is the future we're looking yeah, forward maybe, to, maybe isn't now it? Now that, that QAnon doesn't have Trump, they can... <laughs> Elon Musk oh, will be their new Trump. They fucking will. Live in that sci-fi they they yeah. certainly will. Uh, so I just got on Twitter and um, I follow Elon Musk, and oh my god, the the worship of this. Every fucking tweet in him is, I wish Elon Musk would just be the king of America, and they're totally serious. I'm like, these people are fucking insane. They're they're crazy. They're, but yeah, that's that's the level of Elon Musk worship, and he does love conspiracy theories, so. Q might be coming to, uh, you know, Elon Musk, uh, whatever. And he's never been reserved about throwing the accusation of pedophilia at people. So <laughs> No, no, he has not. So, yeah, this, this is a match made in heaven. He'll probably name his next car the Model Q in support of it. Just, just because. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's how he is. You know, maybe, maybe he'll, hold on, maybe he'll name his next kid Q. <laughs> I was gonna oh, say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's I forgot all about that. Q. It's gonna be like an eighteen-letter-long spelling yes. of, of the word Q. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking god. Um. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> uh, on to- on top of that, um, I was gonna say the QAnon people are really grasping at straws these days because, uh, like, I think I saw someone saying that Joe Biden is actually Q. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Oh I man, heard that. I didn't see that one, dude. These people are going off the rails. <laughs> Were they on them before? <laughs> they, yeah. they 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 made their own rails and then went off of those. Wow, that's <laughs> impressive. Yeah, it's uh, it's something dude. They're special. Set, like they they some of these motherfuckers did a full one eighty from. Joe Biden is a like pedophile millionaire sex offender, what like whatever the Q people believe, and they're now like actually it turns out because he's president he must be Q. <laughs> yeah, all right, wonderful, great. Uh, all right, sorry to derail yeah, the that's... conversation there. No worries. Um, the the only other uh, note I was going to make um, was really just that. Um, Tesla is no stranger to um, these recall requests. Um, they've 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 been under, they've had some heat for a while. So they've had a whole litany of other um, recalls and stuff because, like you guys said, their QA is dog shit, um, and their cars are crap, and of course their factories are garbage, um, and Elon Musk is a union busting piece of shit. So I'm pretty sure that hurts the quality of the vehicles because you know unions tend to help with that. So um, you know just. A couple other little things. Um, as of last year, the NHTSA was investigating several other Tesla models in response to unintended acceleration complaints. That's that's a good one. Um, in yeah, in the fall, China recalled 50,000 uh, Model S and X vehicles for defects in the suspension. So, uh, of course, not just the infotainment; it's the suspension as well. Um, the U.S. did not issue a recall on that. Um, uh, 
and you know Elon Musk tried to defend against similar complaints before and he's like well they didn't find any issues or whatever you know whatever but China recalled some shit um <clears throat> and of course Elon Musk claimed that some of those complaints were fraudulent because he's Elon Musk and he can do that um he just says shit and people believe him um and the model There's X no one more persecuted in this world than a, a straight white male billionaire yeah no the <laughs> richest man in the world he's everyone's against him um he's got nothing going for him he just it's he, it's all bootstraps for elon musk no 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 emerald mine just bootstraps um <laughs> yeah it's uh i think i said this earlier but uh uh it's it's amazing what someone can do with like a little bit of uh gumption and the american dream and a pocket full of emeralds yeah <laughs> Uh, a whole mine full of them. Goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> and, and easy access to slave labor. Yeah. <clears throat> um, all right. So then on top of that, um, so like I said, 20 previous ones, uh, the Model X was also recalled over a faulty third row seat. And the Model S was recalled for loose seat belts and weak, weak seat brackets. Uh, so remember that joke I made up at the front? Huh? See, that's what I'm talking about. Came at the end there. That's, that's comedy for you, folks. That's that's what you're getting here. It's called a callback. Well done. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Tesla Tesla has a lot of recalls. Um, they they can't manufacture the fucking cars they promised they're gonna manufacture, and when they do manufacture them, they fucking suck. So, um, of course, people keep buying their stock because. It's a fucking asset that isn't tied to any real thing. It is literally just tied to Elon Musk tweeting. So that's capitalism. That's how it works. That's the that's the dirty secret, folks. It's all bullshit. It's it's the tulips all over again. Oh uh, yes, it is so the tulips. It's God. There's there's a lot of those bubbles, by the way. Bitcoin. There's one, um, <laughs> <laughs> which Elon Musk also. Uh, uh, it stands for that as well, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, not surprising. He's saying, buy the uh, different color tulips. <laughs> How else are you going to pay for your uh, Chinese research chemicals and child porn, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, PayPal doesn't do that. Um, all right, time for a time for a hard segue to yet another story involving Elon Musk. Wonderful. Um, this is another story of uh, Elon Musk and tunnels again, because that's what he's. That's all he knows how to fucking say. Um, he's. Uh, I did note that he's very original and super duper smart. So um, again, tunnels is the solution to everything. Forget the fact that he personally profits from anything involving tunnels now. So. Um, first note here is that Miami has traffic. Uh, this may come as a shock to anyone who, um, I, this shouldn't come as a shock to anybody. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know where I was going with that, but it, yes, it's a city. It has traffic. Okay. Um, so Elon Musk says that he would like to dig tunnels with the boring company, one of his many business ventures, um, to help alleviate Miami's notoriously congested traffic. Um, now, I don't know how notorious that traffic is, but, I mean, all these cities have traffic. I, I don't think Miami was, was particularly bad. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know. just seems like 
It's a city and it has some traffic. Um, now, of course, Elon Musk would like to use his company as the solution um, by digging tunnels under Florida, which, you know, is, is quite a it's quite a proposal. Um, it can be done, you know, from an engineering standpoint, it, it can be done. Um, you, you can, we have tunnels that go underwater and stuff. Um, so that's not really the issue. It's just that it's impractical and fucking dumb and it's not going to solve any problems. Um, because pretty much, uh, you know, every study ever done, uh, has shown that building more roads increases traffic. Um, since, uh, it it, it involves. Well, what if the problem that they're trying to solve is that too many of these roads are above ground? You know what? And I do think that that might be part of it. So I'm pretty sure at some point they're going to like relegate the poor to the underground <laughs> roads. Is literally <laughs> what I think is happening here. <laughs> There's just the top ones. I told you they're they're working up the demolition man. I I was going to say the time machine. It's it's Eloy and Morlocks here. <laughs> um. I'm just over here patiently waiting for the fast food war. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure that's coming. Um, yeah, so I, I think w- I've watched Demolition Man more than the rest of you here, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think I've only seen it the one time. Uh, I've never seen it, but now I want to. It's it's pretty fantastically terrible. Yeah, um, but I'm going to go ahead and assume it's this awful dystopia that we're currently living in slash moving towards. Um, yeah, so... Of course, um, I I think we're moving towards a future where the rich, where the uh, above ground roads are going to be toll roads um, owned by, you know, McDonald's and Tesla and uh, General Motors and General Electric. You name it. They're all going to have a they're all going to have their own fucking roads where you will see nothing but their ads and pay for it. Uh, And then the poor will probably be using the underground tunnels because like, you know. Um, 90s and early 2000s cartoons were going to have underground societies uh, like Futurama or things like that. So it's coming, folks, with Elon Musk's help. Um, Now, of course, um, building bigger roads as well as building more roads and tunnels and all that shit um, creates something that's called induced demand. Um, So that's basically just like when you increase the supply of something, it makes people want more of that thing. Uh, so basically in every project where they've incl- you know, made more roads um, or bigger roads or whatnot, um, people have always driven more as a response because at first it's like, oh, there's not traffic. I should get a car. I should drive to work or what- whatever, the, whatever the case may be. Um, but tr- traffic always increases with uh, uh, more roads. So... Um, I would think anyone who is listening who's in Texas, like I've been through Texas cities um, a number of times, and I feel like they're a shining example of this. That everything's a 12-lane highway to go anywhere. To drive five minutes, you're going on this huge, obnoxious highway, uh, and there's always fucking traffic. It's just like all these cities have more traffic than Chicago, and Chicago's a pretty major city. So, um, yeah. Basic. Have you ever been to Atlanta? It's the perfect example. Yes. There's highways that are 12 or 16 yep. lanes yep. wide. Atlanta's terrible. And everyone's at a dead stop. Atlanta is terrible. So, like, I have driven most of the country, um, and actually Chicago does not have bad traffic compared to, like, for what it is compared to the rest of the country. Um, yeah, Atlanta's terrible. Um, Dallas is bad. Houston is bad. Um, you know, it, it, El Paso, when I was in there, was bad, although not 
they didn't have quite as many obnoxious highways, but like again, all these places, LA was terrible and they've got tons of highways, same thing. So it's very well known that building more roads will not solve traffic problems. Um, now, of course, everyone's going, oh, look at what a genius Elon Musk is for coming up with this idea that would personally enrich him. Um, you know, well, see, he's saying build more roads. And you're like, that doesn't work, though. So either he's an idiot because he doesn't know that this obvious, you know, shit that we all know that this increases traffic. Um, although, in theory, this could be a smart move for him if he is intending to increase traffic and knowing that the future is electric vehicles selling more of his vehicles. So I don't know. It could be a long con. Um, so this might be the smartest thing he's ever done, but uh, everybody who is sticking up for him online is a fucking dupe and an idiot. Um, yeah, he, he's, this isn't going to solve a problem. Uh, and digging tunnels is really fucking expensive and it's not going to get us anywhere. Um, naturally. Here's a question for you. Do you like, I'm not going to make any bold claims about Elon Musk being some super genius like he claims, but do you think that he is, like, I, I honestly don't know if he's high on his own supply or not, man. Oh, like, he is. I, 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 think that, I think that he genuinely believes that, like, if, if he has this idea to make tunnels, he, he's not thinking it's going to increase demand or do whatever. He's genuinely so convinced and narcissistic i think so too because it's like it's a third no it's a third grader solution to a problem oh there's travel let's just build more roads and then when he says it everyone's like oh see what a genius and you're like yeah but like any study shows that's not how it works but like i would i i am more apt to believe that he literally just doesn't know that and he's like oh look at i'm solving the world's problems um rather than it's actually he's super savvy and smart and knows that this would increase traffic and increase profits for both the boring company and tesla um i think he will just literally fail upwards into that outcome based on what i know about him i genuinely believe that you could present him with the factual researched <laughs> information that this is not going to solve the problem and he's going to be like well yeah because i hadn't tried it before. yes <laughs> yes that is that is him to a fucking t um i literally yeah he, and that's the other thing a lot of people don't get is like I feel like a lot of people who like think, oh, he's super smart, and no, he's and I'm like, no, he hires engineers to design these cars. And he's like, no, he does some engineering himself too, and it's like, okay, you've never had a boss that thought they knew the job that you had to like humor and oh, that's a good idea, <laughs> but oh, but you know, oh, this company that you run doesn't actually work that way, boss. I know it's crazy, but like, you know, me, the worker, I actually know, but I know you think that's a good idea, but no, it's it's actually not. So like. I'm sure his engineers, his top engineers probably have to spend a good chunk of their time telling Elon why his stupid ideas won't fucking work. Um, and everyone just does thinks that that doesn't happen at that company. And it drives me nuts. I'm like his liter. I guarantee you his engineers will tell you like, yeah, I had to spend six hours explaining why this stupid ass thing that a fucking second grader would know better than to suggest it wouldn't work. Um, and he thinks he's helping. So yeah, that's, Brandon, spot on. That's who Elon Musk is. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I, I've heard like firsthand stories from Tesla factories where it just paints him in the most inconceivably like narcissistic, and, but simultaneously stupid light. Yep. Like, yep. 
there was a story floating around where he like where he walked up to some engineer or fact I think it was an engineer uh, in one of the Tesla factories and asked like uh, why is this operating this way and the engineer says I don't know this isn't the department that I work in and he fired him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You know, I mean, yeah. I think most of what I know from about Elon Musk is uh, I, there's a couple different podcasts about him. One was, uh, I think it was Behind the Bastards and Grubstakers both did episodes about him. And my understanding is that he's a he's a competent uh, like computer programmer, but since he's uh, mostly self-taught, he doesn't use like the industry standard uh, ways of, of commenting and annotating and that sort of thing. So like a lot of the code that he wrote for some of his early projects, like his employees had to go back and rewrite a whole bunch of stuff because it just wasn't working for uh, what they were actually doing. Uh, and he's definitely yeah. not any kind of like mechanical or civil engineer. You know, he doesn't know anything about like the, the soil composition underneath Miami and like how to actually, you know, design a, a tunnel boring machine. He, he's just like, wouldn't it be cool if there was tunnels here and you guys figure it out? Yeah. Oh, that's that's the thing. I, I've always bring this up. They're like, oh, no, he's a super genius. I'm like, so he, know, he so he's a super expert on cars. Okay, let's grant you that. Um, how, how does he know about boring shit? How does he know about flamethrowers? And they're like, well, he's just really smart. And you're like, no, no, that's not how expertise works, folks. <laughs> <laughs> he literally started the boring company because he thought the the wordplay would be yes, funny. <laughs> that's almost certainly what it was. Um, uh, anyway, I'm sorry to get back into the story. Um, you know, he's basically he's. By the way, this is really uh, this is on the table. Um, you know, so uh, of course this would in personally enrich him um, probably two times over, whether he knows it or not. Um, and, um, of course, you know, experts say the idea would be costly and it's, you know, going to be quite an engineering challenge, but it's not insane. It, it can be done from an engineering standpoint. This can be done from a practical standpoint. It won't solve the fucking problem. But despite that, he did speak with governor Ron DeSantis about the idea earlier this month. So in case you thought that he was just, he was just screaming this shit out. Uh, no, he's actually talking to elected officials about this. Huh? So, of course, um, when you're really rich, you get to go in front of politicians and, and say, hey, you should, you should really do this thing that would give me bajillions of dollars. And they listen. It's, you know, kind of this weird thing that I don't fully understand. But uh, apparently that's how it works. Um, now, of course, I'd like to point out at this point that public transportation isn't being considered as a solution to more traffic. Because... I don't know. That's on American. I don't know. Yes, it's on American. It's just you're like, well, I don't know. Maybe like have decent fucking trains and buses. Like, we we don't all need a car. Like, I yes, I'm a car enthusiast. I like driving, but like, if I wasn't a car enthusiast, I probably wouldn't want to fucking drive all the time. <laughs> Spend gas money. Like, just you know, I want to go walk walk to this bus stop. To get you know, get on and be on with my way. I don't need car insurance and all that shit. So anyway, sorry. I'm just. Going off on a tangent, but of course, uh, the obvious solution, public transportation, is never considered. It's Elon Musk has to be personally enriched. Um, now, <clears throat> I'm a car guy through and through, and I would very seriously consider taking public transit to work if it were more feasible. 
Yeah. Because I live like just shy of 20 miles away from work. Just so that cars could be something I could enjoy and not like have to worry about. That wouldn't that be great? Yeah. In fact, I I would love the idea of like it's been great because I've been working from home, not putting miles on my car. Uh, turns out this is fucking awesome. I had no idea, but it is really cool to not be putting extra miles on my car and just like enjoying it. Um, yeah, super into that. So. You know, a bunch of car guys here all advocating for better public transportation. You oh, know. definitely. But yeah, yeah, I want emptier roads so that I can be more reckless <laughs> and not have to worry. Right? About it. right? Seriously, it's a joke, but like, not really. That sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> just, um, anyway, back to the story. This this is uh, we. It just gets better and better. Uh, Miami Mayor Francis Suarez, a Republican. Describe the idea as a no-brainer, naturally. <laughs> a fucking no-brainer. Yeah, oh, sure. I would say the let's same dig, thing. Yeah, let's dig it, tunnels it instead no of, brain. you know, spend... Yeah, let's let's spend billions on building extra roads underground um, instead of, you know, a couple million to improve our public transportation. No-brainer. Um, he also then, he followed it up by saying, we would love to be the prototype city. Fucking great. Um... <laughs> Now, hasn't he already built underground tunnels that were terrible? You know, I, I there are other underground tunnels that exist, which, you know, if any listener has ever driven on one of these long tunnels, um, what's it like when traffic is in those tunnels? <laughs> oh, that's right. It sucks. It sucks a lot. No, no, seriously. Like Elon Musk has done prototype tunnels and I think L.A. and maybe Vegas nope, already. Nope. And they're catastrophic. Nope. Uh, he did. He did fucking one. Um, he did one and it's. Oh, it and one? it's like I forget. It's like a hundred and twenty feet or something. It was the one oh, for that God. stupid, uh, for that stupid, uh, um, innovative subway. He came the one that's like a maglev train, and you're like, he's like, <gasps> and every, you remember that story? Everyone, it's the hyperloop, and everyone's like, oh my God, it went to like a hundred yeah, miles an yeah. hour, and you're like, dude, Jap- every other country has real trains that like triple this in. <laughs> they fucking do it for real, like you know. Of course, but you know he's in an, he's an innovator for coming up with a technology that's existed for you know thirty forty years. But uh, um, yeah, again, just that's no. To, to be clear, he was he was saying that if he built this underground loop or whatever, it would be able to do X. But then when he actually did like the test round, the cars couldn't even go above like forty five miles an hour before the vibration in the tunnel became too severe, <laughs> and everyone that did the test run said that it was going that, that it was just utterly fucking horrifying to drive in and additionally like his original plan was like uh they were going to be using tesla branded basically like bus subway kind of things but then he like changed everything so that they were going to be built four teslas so that if you owned a tesla you could get into this tunnel and <laughs> it, it went from basically being a shitty subway to an even more shitty underground tunnel that was only for Tesla. Oh, that's amazing. It's like DRM for tunnels. The, the details of it are mind-bogglingly stupid. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a phrase that can be applied to anything Elon Musk is involved in a lot. I, I think the... Uh, the podcast, Well, There's Your Problem, did a pretty good um, uh, expose about the the Hyperloop thing. 
the prototype that he was going to build in Vegas. I don't know if that ever got built or if it was just uh, the design proposal that they were talking about. But then uh, Justin from that podcast. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. Justin from that podcast did his own uh, uh, little solo thing about the Hyperloop idea and how dumb it is and how it's the, the technology goals have been walked back to be more conservative as it's gone along. <clears throat> yeah, um, I actually did find... So I did yeah, find- that, it actually, like, not, ju- not even to just be critical, a big part of Elon Musk's MO seems to be make, like, a very, very bold claim, and then, like, everybody's very impressed because when a billionaire makes a bold claim, they just uh, take that at face value. <laughs> then he walks back every standard, every statement, every claim, everything, until it is basically the peak technology from 10 years earlier. <laughs> yes. And then he barely meets that goal and everyone praises him for it. Like, look what he did. Like everyone give him a fucking round of applause. He, he met this goal that he changed numerous times until it was attained. Well, and then they buy and then they buy a shitload of his stock. Like, Oh, this is the future. This is the future. Like it's the future only because you think it's the future. You fucking idiots. Like, <laughs> No, it's the future only because the future is going to be this stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's accurate. <laughs> um, so I did, by the way, I did find the, sorry, I found the, um, the, the note here in the article. Um, so the only completed tunnel for the boring company is the company's 1.14 mile, $10 million test tunnel in Hawthorne, California just outside SpaceX headquarters. So that's their experience. But we should trust all of Miami to be dug the fuck up for that. <laughs> Wonderful. I agree. They got a mile and some change. Yeah, I need more experience <laughs> to have an entry-level fucking job. And here's Elon Musk. Oh, I dug a tunnel once. Let's dig all of Miami up for roads underneath the ground. And and everyone's... Sorry, I was going to say, uh, I don't know if we mentioned this already, but like... You know, Miami is only like, I don't know, what, like 10 feet above sea level or something. And it's all built on like sand and like limestone and salt domes and stuff like that. So if you tunnel underneath Miami, one, it's going to be full of water. Two, you might, you know, go into the wrong type of uh, sediment and like cause a sinkhole, basically. You know, you might just like dig under a building and then oops, that that building is underground now. You know, so yeah, like, the, the biggest problem is not going to be the water. It's it's going to be the kind of ground you're digging through will have a tendency to shift. Uh, so like longevity of these tunnels is not going to be great. Um, yeah. Yeah. So th- there's going to be all kinds of problems like that. The water isn't the biggest deal. It's like going to be an engineering challenge, but like it's just going to make it cost more, really. Um, but besides that, like, yeah, the actual drilling of that is going to cause potential sinkholes and real safety issues. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like uh, he's, right. he's not really a civil engineer or something. Yeah. Yeah. He, he <laughs> big shocker. Um, now I very rarely see him be civil in any manner. <laughs> <laughs> um, so moving forward, um, of course, so we've heard about, he had a meeting with a Republican governor, the for some reason, Republican mayor of Miami, which is just now hitting me. What the fuck? These cities are supposed to be 
I don't know, somewhat liberal in some respects. Not that that means anything because liberals are basically the same thing. Um, Miami-Dade Democratic Mayor Daniela Levine Cava and Florida's Republican Chief Financial Officer uh, Jimmy Patronis uh, also expressed enthusiasm. So, you know, when you're voting for Democrats, remember, they're cool with this stupid shit too. Um, and somehow a chief financial officer thought this was a great idea. Now, oh, the, reason that's, the reason that that's fucking relevant is going to be this next line. Um, so engineers earlier this decade completed the 4,200 foot, so a little bit short of a mile, uh, Port Miami Tunnel, which had a price tag of $668.5 million and took over five years to complete. Now, that tunnel runs, it, this is kind of impressive, that tunnel runs 120 feet below the surface, uh, which, whatever, that's cool from an engineering standpoint, but, like, that's expensive. And Elon Musk's like, hey, let's just build, I don't know what he's proposing, a half a dozen, a dozen roads? We're talking, we're quickly into like 10, 20, 30 billion dollars on something that will literally not solve the fucking problem he's trying to supposedly solve. And, and on top of that, every politician involved is like, great, when can we start? <laughs> Republicans, Democrats, they're all like, yeah, let's be the test city. Which, again... They have only completed one goddamn tunnel, and they're all ready to, like, yeah, do our city first. Now, of course, this doesn't even... Elon Musk is the epitome of the shut up and take my money. Yes. It's, it's, it's insane. <laughs> it's if I, just insane. I mean, like, to put that in perspective of, like, experience versus what you're expected to do, that would be, like, going to... <laughs> Uh, like an auto repair shop and being like, I've changed my own oil one time. And they're like, cool, <laughs> we're going to have you rebuild this entire car from the frame up. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the disparity that's perfect... between experience and like what is expected. Yeah, that's, and of course that's capitalism. Like this is capitalism functioning normally. This is what people think is smart. This is what innovation looks like. And you're just like, I mean, all the data, all the science, out the window. Doesn't fucking matter. We don't need evidence for our claims. We just need money. And that's it. This is, this is the whole system. It is designed to create these sorts of outcomes for rich people. It's, just, it's a chance for Elon Musk to profit, and you're like, but he's an idiot. And everyone's like, well, yeah, but he's got a lot of money. So, like, I mean, <laughs> he... he has money he look yeah. he builds he built space rockets Pe people literally go well you didn't put anybody in space so how do you know he's an idiot and i'm like because he hires engineers to do that for him what the fuck are you <laughs> i mean come on come on no he's just, just good the, at everything according to it's just the belief that like if you're rich you have Getting to be to good and can't smart be that hard the commie russian <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> Which yeah. they won uh, the space race by pretty much every measure, unless you just arbitrarily decide that man on the moon is ex it was the end. That's whoa, <laughs> that's the finish line that we decided <laughs> later. <laughs> America's take on the space race was like full blown Elon Musk before there was an Elon Musk. They just kept changing the metrics until they won. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like by um, the time we got never th this is a whole pet like thing of mine I, I i could go on forever about the the space race yeah i i mean elon musk personally uh designed and screwed together every single one of those rockets he he works uh three thousand yeah. hours per week you know he's uh doesn't sleep or eat or uh defecate uh He's a perfect human no, being. No, no, that. Um, also, I just, I just, I can't wait until he announces that he's going to invent a time machine to allow him to invent more or something. something <laughs> like that. It's oh, that's stock, so His coming. stock will skyrocket. His stock will skyrocket. <laughs> Everybody will be like, "Yep, that's happening." Sweet, he said it. It's going to happen. Yeah, or, or he'll tweet out. How... He's gonna. He's gonna. Claim that he's going to invent a time machine, and within a week, we'll claim that he invented everything we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually invented cell phones back in the 70s. No, and then people will be like, oh, see, he should be king of the world. Literally, they will say that. Like, you'll see all these people on Twitter like, you know, pff, we need to run the country the way Elon Musk runs his business and goes back in time and invents everything for us. Like, that's... Uh, we live in a hell and world. And uh, his, I think uh, we actually are running the country like Elon Musk runs his business. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. His uh, his time machine is actually he just goes into a closet and smokes some meth and then stays up for like ten days straight. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's my time. Machine. <laughs> um. Well, that's all I've got for uh it's for this why, week's like, news. I, I haven't perfected it yet because I can only make the time move forward. <laughs> you just gotta smoke enough weed and then it'll slow down oh there you go well, it won't go backwards though well that's why you gotta hey, gotta man. learn to fly like uh, like Superman so you can go around the world backwards like in whichever movie that was Superman 2 I think <laughs> uh, great great moment of cinema I thought it was 3 but yeah it's one of the early Superman yeah um I, this just registered the Florida Republican chief financial officer, Jimmy Patronus. Isn't that like some uh, Harry Potter shit, Patronus or something? It is. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I thought it was tequila. Yeah, I don't know. He's some guy with some name. He's a Republican clown. And again, chief financial officer who <laughs> thinks billions of dollars on giving money directly into Elon Musk's pocket makes more sense than, I don't know public transportation or medicare for all or you know uh housing first uh you know pro programs for uh houseless folks like <laughs> any of those things are possible but this idiot's like yeah you know what digging tunnels under the city at great danger um and of course environmental harm included um sounds fucking great let's spend all our money on that even though every study shows that it will increase traffic that's that's the world. That's the world we live in. I love it. Sort of. It's terrible. I don't know. <laughs> give, give Elon Musk some money and he'll come up with some studies that say otherwise. <laughs> yeah, kind of like uh yeah, kind of like ExxonMobil and climate change. It's amazing what money will will do to the scientific method, isn't it? <laughs> it's like when Nestle discovered that chocolate's actually good for you. Oh, yeah, you know what? Excuse me. Let me let me uh point out uh, ExxonMobil scientists actually did research and they confirmed that climate change was real it's just that uh, ExxonMobil hid that information so 
It was not a corruption of the scientific method. Conspiracy theorists listening to this don't take that seriously. It was it's a capitalist company uh, lying about shit. That's that's very that's normal. Well, yeah, in the same vein, Nestle really did back studies and like announced that chocolate's like super good for you, but only in the sense that like cacao contains certain things that are good for you. It doesn't necessarily balance out when you, you know, cut it with half sugar and then, like, another shit ton of, like, dairy and whatnot. Like, <laughs> yeah. It has health properties, but that doesn't mean that a candy bar is good for you. <laughs> uh, yep. That's great. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Yeah, the only other thing that I can think of that's worth mentioning... Man, I have looked and looked, and I really can't find a lot of details about the nature of the protest. But we're, we're in late January right now, and last night there was a protest in Tacoma. I can't figure out like what they were protesting. But automotive-related, a cop used their fucking squad car to just mow down a crowd of fucking protesters. Like, you can't tell in the video. It looks like maybe 15 or 20 people get hit. But one or two get straight up run over, like, under the wheels of a fucking squad car. I highly recommend that if you can find the video, to not fucking watch it, because it's just fucking sickening. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, yeah after I'm, you I'm mentioned it. I'm not as good it. at news as Connor is, but... No, that's, What's I mean, that? that's just a shitty story. There's no good way to present that. Of course, it's a cop, naturally, fucking just you know living out their violent fantasies um by running people over that they don't like and i'm sure they'll get off this morning the city really the city released a statement saying that the officer was fearing for his life and that the crowd of protesters had surrounded it and he was worried that they were going to break the glass and hurt him and blah 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 and then the video just shows him running people the fuck down and as best as i can tell he was trying to pursue someone that had done a burnout in their car. Oh, fucking wow. lame. Totally worth it. Yeah, cops aren't your friend. I'm sure most people listening already know that, but really, we need to defund the police. We need real programs funneled into shit that actually stops crime, not stuff that, not cops who run people over because they're fucking psychopaths, which the job just so happens to attract people who are psychopaths. Well, they market the job towards psychopaths, so yeah. that will happen. <laughs> yeah. Fucking gross. Yeah, I was just going to say that after you mentioned you take that. soldiers. Brandon, I was just saying that after, that? You, after you mentioned that video, I, uh, I looked it up, and it's, it's pretty traumatizing. I would definitely recommend against watching it. Uh, it's pretty horrific. The, there's like a few people around. It doesn't look like he's surrounded or in any danger whatsoever. And then, yeah, he just takes off at full force and and most people down. It's pretty rough to watch. At least one or two people are in the hospital because of it. Like it was, it's brutal, man. It, it's rough, rough to watch. And I, I've I've got a strong stomach for that stuff. I I don't watch videos of people getting killed anymore because it just it kills a part of you. This one is above and beyond even that. Like, I don't know, man. Don't watch it. It's gross. If you yeah. have to watch it, just, I don't know. Yeah, I think I'll pass. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's what we're up against. I, I don't that's, recommend it. I'm I'm so like. All right. Well, uh, nice note to end on, I guess. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, yeah. Well, it's the news, and we're fucking leftists there's never going to be good news yeah <laughs> leftist news is always depressing get used to that <laughs> that's man that's the worst I part i can't wait till the day we have a news episode and i'm like good news everyone we achieved full communism <laughs> <laughs> yeah might uh, might be a little while till we get to that one yeah i, I um, wait with bated breath well well hopefully <laughs> while you know we are all driving on the road to revolution, so hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get there pretty quick. You know, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe we got some uh, power mods to that drive, and I don't know. <laughs> I'm just talking out of my hey ass man. now. <laughs> hey, I if try, there weren't so I'm many damn cops, we could drive faster. Yeah, there that's true. <laughs> I agree with that. By the way, I think that that's an underappreciated part of defunding the police. Indeed. Well, on that note, probably best to uh, pack it up for the day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. I gotta uh, go make some dinner. Yeah, me too. Do we have an um, outro. I guess. Uh, uh, we'll we'll figure that out. I guess uh, we'll just tell the listener to uh, check us out on social media, uh, cars and comrades, on everything. Sometimes it has the word "and," sometimes it has an ampersand. Uh, we have an email That's for you to, to figure our, out. Yeah, cars and comrades at gmail dot com. Does that? I think that has the and and not the ampersand, right? Eh, whatever. Just just try uh, I'm both. Pretty sure see it, what is, it is. No, that is the end. For sure, that is the end. Okay. Yeah. Here, bear so with me. I'll tell think you the Instagram. Uh, just, just email random addresses until we respond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just see what happens. Um, okay. You know, tell I us. At least know tell this. us that we're wrong. Tell us that we're. Uh, tell us that. Uh, uh, Elon Musk is going to save humanity and will uh, laugh at you. And uh, I don't know, whatever. Just yeah, shoot if, us along. If you're a slightly different, if you're a slightly different leftist, just know that every leftist disagrees on everything. And we're sorry. That's, that's just the way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, last but not least, if you work for Wyand, I'm open to sponsorship. Like the supercharger <laughs> company? Is that what you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, re I really want a supercharger. <laughs> I don't even have the motor I want to put it on yet, but I still want it. Let's get them. Let's get them sponsorships. <laughs> um, hey, quick interjection. I, I I do have the Instagram name. It is Cars and Comrades Podcast, all spelled out. So and not the ampersand. Uh, and every word is separated by an underscore. So this is very complicated, but it is cars underscore and underscore comrades underscore podcast. I'm sure it'll come up hopefully before you type all of that in. I hope. But yeah, that's our what Instagram. Was that on? That's on Instagram. We have an Instagram? We do. You just didn't know that yet. <laughs> I, I knew we had other things. I didn't know we had Instagram. In theory, we've been using it by the time this episode is out. So like, you know, it, it might. But yeah, as of recording, we haven't used it yet. Ha, ha, ha.